Welcome to Slow and Steady, the podcast where you get to follow along as we build products in public. Each week we'll give you an honest peek into our lives as we share our struggles, our wins and everything in between. I'm Benedict and I'm quite tired. I'm Benedicta and today is July 27th and I am feeling a little overwhelmed. And I'm Brian. This is episode number 101. I'm in Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania, and I'm feeling tired. Yeah. <laughs> what a day. Oh. That, let's just cut it short. Like we... <laughs> uh, Yeah. Good, okay. Group well, therapy. good seeing y'all. I'm going to go grab a nap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's let's dive into it then what uh benedict what have you got going on on your side um sure before we get started we have one listener question though oh, that's Maybe right we should answer yeah, yeah. that first yes. um and uh mark wallet uh reached out uh via twitter asking about the remote work shouldn't be lonely project um yes. and he asked me about it but i think he meant to ask you so um, yeah, he wanted to know what's the current state of things and, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, why, why did you settle on using email instead of using Slack in the end? Um, yes. So maybe so, you can give a short sure. recap. Current, current state of it is that I just put it on pause. I think, I feel like that, what was that around like November of last year? Is that about when? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Around, around there was basically just feeling burnout um, about just tech generally, but most especially trying to bootstrap a SaaS. Um, and, uh, so just put it on the side. Um, and so, yeah, the, the, you know, remote work doesn't have to be lonely project is headlamp.team. And so I don't even think that it's like, up right now i think that i didn't renew some ssl certificate or something like that on um and uh but i mean i it's it's still there i'm just not giving any i'm not giving any uh i guess attention or energy to it uh, but it's also the, not officially retired yet no 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 i i still think that there's potential there um But the, the product that I built um, wasn't wasn't it uh, just just yet, and so it just needed many many more iterations and you know a fair amount more attention. So um, so that's the that's the current state of it. To, to answer the question about why email instead of Slack, um, you know, the, I think the if you remember, like the very first thing I built was just a Slack app. Like there was there was no web app part of it um that ended up just kind of feeling like sort of in between ish I, i can't put my finger on it exactly um as to why it didn't feel quite right uh slack app development's also not in my wheelhouse it felt a little bit outside of you know my my zone um and and not to mention just the the fact that I feel like Slack in general can sometimes contribute to, you know, uh, I don't know, feeling a bit uh, disjointed and, and, and outside of the, outside of flow, outside of the zone. Mm -hmm. And so uh, that's why I decided to go 
right back to you know to where my strengths are web app development something i can own entirely um and start there um finding teams who want to uh who want to manage those things through 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 that type of interface as opposed to through slack so that's that's where it stands right now um it's definitely on my radar to spin it back up at some point this year but not not in the next you know not in the next month or two so what does it do <laughs> did you say that in there <laughs> somewhere um so, i mean the, the short of it is that it lets managers um you know check in with their teams on an automated basis to basically say you know how are you feeling this week you know red yellow or green and then to see those, you know, statuses over time. Um, and when the, when the team member, you know, receives that email on, you know, Monday afternoon or Thursday afternoon, whenever it is that the manager sets it and they indicate red, yellow, or green, then the employee can put in a couple of notes, you know, as to exactly why. Um, the other thing that it, that it does as well is to allow managers and team members, you know, to schedule, um, you know, meetings, uh, and agenda and put agenda items on them, um, complete those agenda items, add comments, you know, et cetera. Basically just like, uh, add some structure to your one-on-ones and, you know, stay, stay up to date on what your remote employees are working on and, and how they're feeling, how they're doing. Because you don't get that just, you know, uh, low friction touch point, you know, every single day, you know, walking around the office. Hey, just notice that you're feeling a little or you're looking a little bit, you know, out of sorts lately. You don't get that on a remote team. Um, that's one of the benefits of the of the office that is completely missing, I think, from remote work. So that was those were the couple of core things that it was, you know, trying to trying to resolve. So, but okay, yeah, but that particular you know approach but just it's on hiatus, not, yeah, yeah, that per, that particular set of features did not exactly you know resonate. Um, what did was just the red, yellow, green check ins, but there's just a big part of me that feels mm. like that's not in, that's not enough. Maybe it is. Um, but anyway, as I was as I was trying to answer get those questions answered is when I was like, you know what, just forget all of this. <laughs> can I just disappear for <laughs> well, can I just disappear for six months or a year? And that's when I started working on a board game and uh slowly pulled myself back out of out of feeling burnt out and depressed all the time. So <laughs> that's that's where we're at now. <laughs> <laughs> and we are all just very tired. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Especially yeah. today, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. Uh, Any so, news with the yeah. board game by the way? Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, speaking of which, so this week we're entering it into a, a contest. Um there's a board game publisher that is uh, accepting submissions for a, a co-op game, a co-op meaning cooperative game where you play on the same team. Um, you're not playing against one another. Everybody either wins together or loses together. Um, and so we're trying to get, uh, I, spent, I spent some time over the weekend and a bit yesterday getting our uh, Tabletopia. Uh, Tabletopia is this online platform where you can basically like 
you know, recreate a tabletop and put all your components and all your cards in place and, you know, provide the rules. Um, and so it, it, the, in order to submit it to the contest, you've got to have a, a good ta- either tabletopia or tabletop simulator version up. So we're, we're getting that into place and uh yeah getting a couple of other just like you know one sheet kind of cell sheet assets um in place to to submit it so the deadline's the 31st and there's like two you know two rounds of of cuts before you start to get real like legit feedback from play testers and so there's you know the whole the whole point of submitting it is not uh, you know, any anticipation of, you know, getting to the finals or anything like that. It's just, this would be a great way for us to get some feedback from some people who regularly play test games in the early stages of development. And it would just be really, really helpful. So that's happening. That's happening this week. I'm really excited about just getting it submitted, feeling like, you know, just forcing function to get mm-hmm. all of our stuff updated and everything kind of into parity. Cause we've got all these notes from, you know, recent play tests, but we haven't really incorporated them into the designs. And so that'll be, that'll be great. I'll, uh, yeah, I'll keep you, keep you posted. The art. Yeah. The, I guess the, the artwork Talking is about- coming together. I'm like months behind on getting the website up, like just dragging our feet on that. But, um, hopefully have something new on that soon. Nice. How did the project cool. with the, with the artists work out? Uh, did you end up hiring them or did you settle on yes. waiting or? Yeah, we, we ended up waiting on the artist that we really liked, but that had, you know, was, um, had a longer, you know, timeline before they could begin. And, I really, I like the art that we got from them, but I don't love it. It's, it's really good. It's just not like blowing my socks off. Amazing. So, but it's, it's good enough that we'll Mm. be able to work with it, you know, to get the, to get a nice little landing page up. Um, yeah, but I think I was hoping to just be blown away. And frankly, I'm just, I'm not, but it's still it's good it's better i think i think it's better than what i've done it's better than what we have because it looks more polished it looks more like a game but oh i just wanted it to be incredible and it's not it's just not quite (laughs) (laughs) yeah i feel like that's one of those things when you outsource stuff that you kind of can do yourself you have very high hopes like if it's something you can't do at all yourself, you said you had done some artwork yourself, then I feel like it's much easier to be kind of blown away because then like you couldn't have done anything yourself, but when you mm-hmm. can kind of do it yourself, then it's yeah. then you kind of set the bar very high. I, I yeah. see it a lot with um, neighbors who are uh, refurbishing <laughs> their houses. And whenever there's yeah. like anyone in doing anything, they're like, oh, it's not like perfect now that I've paid for it. Like there shouldn't be anything wrong with yeah. this like tiling or yeah. Uh, yeah. whatever. Um, and then they end up doing it themselves, which then leads to burnout because they do everything themselves. <laughs> so I think it's important to kind of not lower the bar, but like be you know, realizing that it's not going to be exactly like it is in your head because 
and and you don't have the time to do it um and you need yeah. to like outsource stuff yeah. but it's a it's a hard one yeah yeah i think that's i yeah, think that's true. totally totally fair so anyway i'll uh i would expect i'll i'll, I'll be sharing that artwork um pretty pretty soon um especially once we get the once we get this the game entered into this contest and kind of start trying to point some yeah point some people at it to get some support around it get some votes etc cetera, etc cetera. so that's that's that cool. um, next week i'm next week i'm out because we're going to be in new york city uh really exciting um just taking the taking the week Ooh. off of work and we're just going to be touring around and going to a yankee game um assuming you know everything remains safe uh and and, and open things are pretty in flux over here um but uh but yeah that'll be that'll be fun so that's that's pretty much that's nice. pretty much it for me there's um i i shared the jobs to be done app jobs to be done dot app with some more clients this week and i'm just kind of following up on that and trying to point some more traffic towards you know requesting early access but not a ton to to share there just little little bitty moves forward on those things so good stuff happening just slowly Moving steadily. slow and steady. It's the it's the <laughs> name, isn't it? <laughs> it's the name of the game. Remind ourselves. Yeah. yeah. What about what about you, Benedict? What do you got? Yeah, nice. What do you got happening? Which one? Um, <laughs> well, Benedict. You mentioned earlier right. you wanted to go last, yeah. so. <laughs> yeah, okay. Sure. okay then. Sure. Okay then. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, on the userless front, um, we deployed the first version of like signup forms for marketing lists last week. Um, so you have like all the, the well, not even the user-facing stuff in place, more like the marketing lead-facing stuff in place, um, where you can basically visit a landing page and fill out a form and click sub submit or subscribe and then get the double opt-in email and then be subscribed. So we have that mm -hmm. part in place. And this week I'm working on um, building UI for that for the users, like our actual customers, so they can customize their forms and uh, reorder fields, add fields, change behavior, stuff like that. Um, and I assumed this would be the easy part, but now that I'm working on it, like there's so many things you can configure on a form. It's it's ridiculous. So um, we're currently in a iteration like um, of just figuring out a layout for for the form builder designs of sorts. So uh, that's that's happening right now. And then hopefully I will be able to implement it uh, until Friday and deploy it by the end of the week. So yeah, that's the current project we're working on. Um, we are also publicly announcing the Zapier integration tomorrow, probably, or today when this episode comes out. Um, yeah, in a way, it was already out there, but uh, we, we decided to do a little bit of a marketing push, like nothing too totally. crazy with Product Hunt and stuff like that. But we have a blog post up, send an announcement to the mailing list and stuff like yep. that. So that's planned for this week as well. Um Congrats! Cool, on I made that's some changes. Totally, totally, yeah, because yeah, cool. that's like a new avenue for you. 
Yeah, like it's it's finally uh, adding this missing piece of integrations uh, to mm -hmm. everything. And uh, the good thing with Zapier is that they integrate with basically everything. So <laughs> yeah. whatever yeah. comes up in demo calls or so, we can usually just have a vague answer of like, we have a Zapier integration. You can probably figure it out yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I, I, I once told my um, accounting software they're like finally there's like a web-based accounting software for companies in, in Norway and I was like it would be great if you could integrate with Zapier and they were like why would you need that and I'm like well I don't know yet but like I could probably <laughs> do a million things if you <laughs> integrate it I don't know send invoices automatically like what couldn't I do but they just um, they were obviously not that kind of developers. They were like, well, then you just make your own integration. I'm like, you know, <laughs> like, I wanna be able to just, you know, have a form. Yeah. But so they weren't that inclined, but Sapier is magic because you can't really understand how much you can do until you start like playing with it. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, and we're super excited about it. I think I mentioned it a couple of times already, but, um, it's it turned out pretty powerful in in, th in the things we can do, and that you can do with user lists. Um, so, yeah, there there are a lot of possibilities. Like one of our customers just set up a um, connected um, user list to Slack, and when when a company joins a segment in there, I think he did something like um, when they are about to renew, but they are flagged as like high. Uh, high touch point customer or something like that. They they basically get a Slack notification uh, in the company Slack now and uh, get reminded that they should probably manually re manually reach out to that company and stuff like that. So that's stuff that wasn't possible before and um, super exciting that yeah our customers can just build stuff like that now. Yeah, and I think we will see the power as soon as people start using it because they're going to come up with use cases that you never would have thought of to make an integration. If you were yeah. going to make all the in integration yourselves, there would be like you're going to see all kinds of stuff happening. Yeah, exactly. I the one thing I'm I'd love to see, but I'm not entirely sure if that's there's, if there's a way to do this in. Uh, in Sapier's uh, developer console thing is just seeing what people use it for, like not in detail, but like yeah. just see like people used a user list and connected it to whatever Squarespace and they used these actions and these triggers or something like that, just to understand like what people are trying to trying to achieve so that we can maybe improve on that and maybe extend that. But on the other hand, maybe it's not in Sapir's best interest to show you that stuff because then you might end up integrating directly and cutting them out. Yeah, when they, <laughs> so, when they show you that 97% of the interactions are with this one thing. <laughs> You're like, we're yeah. going to make that ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> it would be super useful for that. For that, uh, Yeah, just to figure that one out. But um, yeah, I kind of makes sense that they don't show you that data anyways um on the live stream thing i think um yeah like the, the overall excitement about the live streams is uh ebbing down a bit like i think the last week's live stream had like one viewer total <laughs> whoever that was thank you for joining me um but um yeah people people are probably not that much into it anymore 
but I decided to just f it, yeah. keep doing it uh, because last week's uh, last week's live stream was, from my perspective, like the most enjoyable one mm. uh, because I for one started a little bit earlier, and I also decided to not limit myself to one hour because I felt like. I can barely get stuff done within an hour. So um, we're just making it more open-ended. It was it was nicer to get into a flow and then into a um, yeah a cadence of, of working on stuff. And then I think it ended up being like two hours or so. And I actually got some work done, which is, <laughs> which is kind of nice. <laughs> was the main, I mean, in, just in terms of it, you know, being like low viewership, like, how much of the motivation was audience versus yeah just having like a regular a regularly scheduled thing to show up to or like how much of that plays into it for you um that's a good question i'm not entirely sure about the answer to be honest i think there's one part of it was for sure mm-hmm. audience one a large part of it was audience or like just jumping on the build and public hype train a little bit. Um, I think it doesn't work for me in terms of uh, like motivating me to work because that's not not one of my problems uh, most -hmm. of the days uh, at least. Um, So I could as well just time block something on my calendar and decide to work on one specific thing for two or three hours. But... um, yeah, doing it live, my hopes was that, like, yeah, just, like, do some marketing, like, indirect marketing mm-hmm. for user lists uh, in the process and just show people what we're working on and what what we can do. Um, yeah, and we'll see. I mean, in a way, there's no surprise that, like, the first one, I think we got, like, 26 viewers or so <laughs> because it was yeah. a new thing and everyone was, like, yeah, checking curious. it out. And now this was the third one. So people are like, yeah, okay. The first one, first two weren't that exciting. <laughs> maybe, maybe I don't have to check mm-hmm. this one out as well. But um, yeah, my hope is just that it will get more interesting or more people will, will start to to join me in this yeah. in these live streams over time and just like yeah. keep going. Or maybe just like... I'm still thinking about like... Go ahead. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I'm still thinking about like uh, give like trying out other platforms or like other platforms besides YouTube, um, because like one one comment I got was that people didn't even know I was live streaming until they saw it on Twitter afterwards, and maybe like just live streaming to Twitter directly would would help with just people stumbling over it and just seeing it and just joining. So I might give that a try. Who knows? I mean, maybe that works better. YouTube has really bad notifications. So you kind of have to get people onto your own sort of notification. Um, but I usually I usually turn on Periscope, as it's called, still called, when you send it to Twitter mm-hmm. as well. Because there isn't really anywhere to chat on Twitter. I think they can reply. Like, I don't know, it happened once. But most people, mm-hmm. and then whenever I schedule the stream... I will add the YouTube link um, in kind of the description or the title um, for the Periscope or Twitter. 
stream. Mm -hmm. So that when people see it, if they see it in their feed, I say like better quality and conversation on and then the link to YouTube. And I see that we, we can get like 50, 60, 70 views on the one on Twitter and probably just like a second or so, but at least they've seen it in the passing. Mm. And then on YouTube, we'll have like 12 people. Uh, but they yeah. actually often stay for the whole thing. So, um, yeah. but the kind of streams that you're doing might be better for t Twitch, which it's more of like a hangout kind of style stream while I try to do more kind of educational there's like yeah. a topic that I am teaching as I'm coding um, nowadays <laughs> when I'm not doing power work um, that I think works better for YouTube in terms of search after the fact. I can see people yeah. are coming to my like ConvertKit exploration <laughs> like a year <laughs> after um, or not the year after, like months after because they are looking for that like question. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I, yeah, as I said, like I might just give the other platforms a try. Um, mm -hmm. I consider just like signing up for uh, for Restream.io for a month or two and just like streaming to all the platforms at once, <laughs> and then figuring out which one of them works best. <laughs> so yeah, we see. Um, yeah, anything else? Uh, yeah, we are thinking about um, hiring another developer. Um, That's big, but it's very early on. Like, um, I'm not. We are not entirely sure. I'm not entirely sure what, like, what type of person we'd like to hire and at what level and as a contractor or sort of full time. That's all very much up in the air, and I'm not entirely sure how to approach What's that. Pain? What's um, the pain you're feeling that? thinking about hiring a developers even in your notes yeah the pain you're feeling is basically velocity like um we are not it feels like we're not moving fast enough and like product development is just always the bottleneck and i'm pretty sure that feeling will mm -hmm. never go away but like there's so many things on my plate that i don't even know how to tackle them all and sometimes it feels like just like having a second person mm -hmm. on the team that can at least handle parts of it would be helpful. And then honestly, just having someone to to discuss ideas with and, and discuss mm -hmm. implementation strategies with is also something I've been missing quite a bit. And yes, um, there are friends uh, that help out with that from time to time. And I very much appreciate that. But I'd love to have someone who's like deeply mm -hmm. into the code base and like knows about all the edge cases or well, not all <laughs> of them, but most of them, or has like a deep understanding about like the problems that might come up and stuff like that. So yeah, um, I think this is something that's going to happen in the next couple of months, but I'm still unsure about how to approach this. It, including the, the structure of it. Like, is this a full-time employee or is it a, a contractor who maybe you're paying you know 30 or 40 hours a week but they're not uh not officially an employee like yeah that whole structure is still kind of in i think i think we are almost 100 percent certain that we will not have like a full yeah. employee in terms of like uh paying benefits and stuff like that it will very likely be a contractor position because like yeah, just 
that level of bureaucracy added on top of everything is not necessarily what we want to do mm -hmm. at this point in time. Um, but it's more like a question of should we hire like people short term, like on a project basis, or should we hire people like not necessarily with a project in mind, but more like to yeah have them on the team and like yeah make them part of the team long term, even though they will be paid as a contractor. Interesting. So yeah, interesting. Good luck with that. How how long has how long has that been sort of <laughs> bubbling around with your com in your conversations with Jane? Um, a couple of months actually, but only now it's been like where we. It's actually a thing that we are actively yeah. thinking about. Like we um, we started uh, raising a little bit of money um, from some angel investors lately. And the goal of that entire approach was to, yeah, get some money in the bank to be able to afford like another person on the team. Um, and that like that fundraising effort that Shane is doing is slowly coming to an end. And um, yeah, now that we have some more money in the bank, we will, yeah, we will look at spending it. <laughs> <laughs> <We're> <laughs> <laughs> Let's not, you know, not save spend <laughs> wow. with I, with with velocity being one of the main things you want to solve like yeah. do you do you have benedict like a roadmap and if somebody you know came along you know like the first three things you would you know hand over or would it be more collaborative and that that would need to take some shape as well yeah like we we have a long, like we have a roadmap, like we have a long yeah. to-do list yeah. and we sort of have a roadmap of things we want to do. Like priority number one right now, of course, is um, uh, the marketing stuff. And we are looking at finishing that up within the next couple of weeks. But um, then there's like all the integrations we want to build, like integration marketing is something we want to do more of. So that would be helpful to get more hands-on just so we can like build two or three integrations in parallel. Um, we also have this thing, like we want to build better analytics into the product. And that sounds like it's, it's a huge thing that will take some time. Um, and we are honestly also thinking about um, adding more enterprise features like mm -hmm. A-B testing and um, maybe even a visual workflow builder and something mm -hmm. like stuff like that. And sure, I can do all of them myself. I, it's not like that I... It's not like that we need knowledge to do this or additional knowledge. It's like more like we need more additional hands to, to be able to do those faster and not like maybe do two projects in parallel or just like split efforts between front end and back end or whatever, like stuff like that. Um, so yeah, there's plenty of roadmap. <laughs> yeah. No, no shortage, <laughs> on the, on the no shortage of things. Like that's kind of like, <laughs> no it. shortage on the roadmap. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Wow. That's what that's huge. So yeah. I'm really curious. It's really huge. curious to hear how that develops. Yeah, like it's very mm -hmm. early on. Like uh, I haven't fully started thinking about how to approach this, but yeah, it's something I have to figure out in the next couple of weeks. Gotcha. So, 
Cool. I can feel I can feel that pain about wanting to be able to discuss kind of the coding with somebody who, as you said, knows about everything <laughs> instead of yeah. trying to get help or like try they have to get into the code base and they have to explain everything you've done and like why didn't you do something that sounds really you know like the right thing to do but you can't do because of x y and z or that you know that your customers don't like it or in my case like it's private so we can't just do it that way um yeah, yeah. i'm talking about pow now but uh yeah i can also i can i can I can feel I can feel the same thing where it would yeah. really be nice to talk to somebody that that knows the in intricacies and then can come with suggestions that make sense instead of just, you know, basic totally. suggestions. We're like, yeah, I know, yeah. but like, yeah, I know we should do that, but that's not really important right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you need someone who no yeah. Doubt. That I mean that, that is that is the that I, I feel like for me that is the number one thing that kind of draws me toward thinking do i just want to do i do i want to keep doing this like you know the one the, the number one downside i feel like of trying to bootstrap is just not being on a team you know on a yeah day to day yeah, like, yeah. so anyway well good luck <laughs> Queen Thanks. Ray. We all feel the pain. Yeah, Good luck. Yeah, exactly. Let's see how you oh, solve yeah, it. Totally know that pain. Good luck with it. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. Queen Ray, how are things on your side? Yeah. So uh I only I must say, like having just listening to you and having this conversation, I'm like going from overwhelmed to excited. <laughs> like it's good stuff it's that nice. we're doing this every week. <laughs> I mean, I'm still overwhelmed, you know, far in there in the core, but um I kind of like get that excitement talking or like thinking through my stuff and listening to your stuff. Um, it gets me excited for all of us. So that is thank you for that. Um, hey. <laughs> yay. <laughs> so over to the overwhelmed stuff. I shared a couple of weeks ago that my mom is diagnosed with Alzheimer and she's been on vacation for a couple of weeks. Hopefully she's not listening to these podcasts, but, um, and she came home and there is so much like adulting mm. that I've learned from the Americans. It's called <laughs> adulting, uh, to be done. And it's a little overwhelming. Um, uh, we have to like, you know, legal stuff yeah. and lawyers and properties and inheritance and, all kinds of stuff that are, you know, needs to be done, but is not coding, <laughs> obviously, and not my specialty. I'm not like a paper uh, scheme, what's it called, like documents, mm -hmm. forms, all of those kinds of things, person. So I've taken a step back and tried to like add everything into my to-do list. And then whenever I do something, I kind of write a comment about what I done so that I can go back at any time and then just take it slow and steady um, in that <laughs> department as well. And then we haven't had any kind of daycare for weeks, but uh, Lillian is starting, um, not starting school, but like after school activities will start next week, but it's going to be all day. <laughs> um, so they they do that for two weeks and then school starts properly. So then there's going to be more time for like both the adulting and the work stuff. So that's a little bit exciting. And the weather, weather just turned. So we've had a beautiful summer the whole time she's been off, which has been great. And she's just been running around the neighborhood and we've had lots of time together. So it's been like perfect. And now the weather has turned it 
it works in our favor that she will start going somewhere <laughs> uh, on her days. Uh, so that's the, like personal stuff that is keeping me overwhelmed. Over to the Queen Ray stuff. So I ended up getting three people who signed up Sweet. for Gatsby Summer Functions. Sweet. Yes. Uh, I'm very excited Congrats. about it. Yeah, thank you. Somebody bought. Um, they, but they are uh, like, especially one person is super engaged. And I am really, so this is like, a, was a big test. It was maybe a little bit like of a big like I went out like really high with like a big program and like high prices and all of that. But the experiment has shown me that I like all of it. So I'm really enjoying kind of the process, the discussions, the webinars, the tweeting, um, all of that. So that is super cool because sometimes you do these things and you have like a thought in your head and then you're like, why is this person like DMing me at five o'clock at night, like, I'm, you know, I hate this or something like that. But um, I'm really enjoying kind of all parts of it, which is super cool, because then that means I will do more of it in some way. I don't know if it's going to be exactly the same format. Um, and having the discussions in GitHub, I am really happy. So instead of a forum, instead of a Slack, instead of a Discord, I am using the discussions tab in GitHub. And that really, I feel like that is really working for me at least because it's not as synchronous. It's more like old school forums where people can ask a question or like start a discussion and the thread will stay there and I can kind of answer. And I said some, I said I would probably be answering between, you know, uh, noon and three o'clock my time and then in the mm -hmm. evenings. So people kind of know what to expect, like when I will be there and people are helping each other. So that is super cool. So yeah, nice. there's going to be some more educational stuff coming from uh, from me over the next year or two. We might just run Gatsby Summer Functions next year when like Gatsby Functions is more of a thing. It was just released in April, right? So that makes a ton um, of sense. We might just do a complete release. Yeah. 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 And then hopefully I'm going to do some more like mini workshops, I hope, um, throughout the year where it's more like one of the lessons from Gatsby functions. And then we can do um, a mini, mm -hmm. mini workshop that people pay for, like authentication oh. with Gatsby services. How, Could be like how a much mini interaction thing. is there between the three students, like between them that doesn't include you? So... Um, there are two people who mm -hmm. are active or two of them are fairly active and one is very active. So they have been communicating, but it's, it's a lot okay. on me now because there's, they're not that many. Uh, but I think if I do, if I had yeah, like 10 right. or five right. to 10 and like two of them were like the one person who's active, then that would help a lot in terms of what's keeping it like live. The, the talking yeah. and yeah. the, um, yeah. Um, but we're also getting a new, because of summer functions, like new people have discovered Gatsby deep dives that we do on Fridays on YouTube. So we have a little bit of new uh, followers there who are also interacting with then kind of the free free stuff that is surrounding Gatsby function mm -hmm. or Gatsby sum summer functions. So all in all, I feel like there is traction and interest and all of that. So uh, like not a millionaire yet <laughs> on functions. Coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> coming it takes soon. at least three months but it I takes at like least three months to become a millionaire off of a course yeah. everybody knows that <laughs> except you know i was 
well for some people it takes like 90 <laughs> minutes it seems like um well, but then there's yeah. been like 10 years 90 minutes of 10 years in the making right? yeah yeah but I really like the live aspect. It gets me doing stuff. It gets me researching. Um, and then I can reuse that hopefully for kind of more like packaged courses in the future. But I'll keep that like live element because that is what I enjoy. And that is also what makes like my stuff different, I think. Um, there is a different energy when you are listening yeah. to somebody live and you can ask questions and and things happen and you see mistakes and and you know that that kind of vibe uh and i think it's fun so uh more of that <laughs> become like the live person that is great yeah and then i did something um really cool i think for i haven't done this before but uh i guess most people selling thing online know this but you can download the stripe app and then it will give you notifications when people buy um and you can sign you can you can make it for different things so what i did for pow now is that whenever i have a new customer it will notify me so not for every payment because some of my customers do pay every month uh, but for new customers, I now get a notification and it's really nice because there are like one at least every week. So even though I feel like I kind of have given, I haven't given paw and paw, paw, pow the attention it deserves this summer. I'm using paw as my HTTP <laughs> client. So I'm having, <laughs> I'm confusing the two. Um, it kind of gives me a little bit of encouragement that people are mm -hmm. still signing up. And I know may many might be uh, canceling pretty fast, but just that people are kind of finding it organically makes me, Keeps again, that. like that traction makes like, people are signing up and yeah. things are happening. Yeah. Nice. So nice. I can rec I can recommend that for folks who like need <laughs> who forget uh, like me, because then I don't go into yeah. the dashboard every day. And then, um, yeah. So. All in so all. the next milestone, as usual, is to get to a point where it gets too annoying and you turn off yes. the notifications because, like, it's buzzing yes. constantly. That's an achievement, of course. And then I will be like <laughs> tweeting, be like, "I'm turning off." Yeah, like, you know, it's so annoying yeah. with all these notifications coming in with new people signing up That's all a, the time. A, an achievement to <laughs> unlock, yeah, is to be aggravated by your sign-up notifications. <laughs> oh we should do we should do like you know badges like that that would be super cool like you can on your startup journey the different badges like your first customer badge and then you're like annoyed by stripe notification badge and okay. your first I bug report this. badge and yeah all of all of this you can take your like game knowledge and like make a little it could even be like a like a board totally. or like a poster or something you have in your office. And whenever you get a bad, like make okay. one of these things we, happen, you can like st stick your badge on the wall. Make, let's make something like this happen. Um, we need to just on Slack, just make a <laughs> list. Hey, and listener tweet at us. Like what are the achievements along the way that we need to be thinking about? This could be fun. We should totally do this. For yes. like yeah, that sounds like a fun what, side yes, project. Fun yeah. little side project. What are the Everybody has like their public yeah. profile. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, cool. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. I, I, I got really excited by that little, uh, <laughs> by that. Well, it's in the between yes, your interests, indeed, right? Games and uh, board games and, and uh, SaaS products. Cool. Uh, but I think also on the note that you 
both were talking about, uh, or the, the question, the listener who who asked the question, and what Benedict was talking about about feeling that mm-hmm. loneliness as a founder. Um, I really think everybody should do something like this if it's a mastermind or publicly <laughs> talking through their projects like yeah. we are doing. Um, because I do actually, as I said, start out saying, feel a lot less overwhelmed now and a lot mm-hmm. more excited again about all the things. So that is a pro tip. Maybe we should have like pro tips in our in our side project as well. <laughs> For sure, yeah. That sounds like a fun idea. Cool. Is there anything else you want to cover? Uh, not for me. So this comes out on... To tomorrow. Does this Wednesday. come out on when? Wednesday. Tomorrow? Yeah, so on Thursday, if you want to learn about Gatsby serverless security, you can... Uh, join me and Gatsby uh, Gatsby security staff engineer Mike in a webinar, free webinar, where we go through uh, different security uh, scenarios that he has seen come up in penetration testing of web applications. Nice. That sounds interesting. I think it will. I think we'll all learn a lot. I am super like there. I will learn a lot because this is not <sighs> my area of expertise, but I do want to teach it at some point. So I need to... Um, become yeah more of an expert in it moving forward. Cool. Then uh, where can people join that? Uh, that would be checking out my Twitter. <laughs> it's a Crowdcast event. Okay, cool. <laughs> or a link. There's There will be a link in the show notes. Isn't that what, That's you, what you always what, say? What usually and does? Yeah, we, and then we try to remember to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, okay, then I'm gonna you usually it. forget to add it. <laughs> Good deal. There, I put it in the notes. Crowdcast link. Good deal. Yeah. All right. Well, good catching cool. up. We'll talk next week, I suppose. Yeah. Or actually, no, I'm out. I won't be here. I won't be here next week. So I will look forward to... You'll be enjoying yeah, New York City. I'll look so. forward to listening Wednesday... Morning, wandering around New York City. <laughs> and say hi to That's New good. York for me. Like you did. Yet. Did you say hi, hi to Boston for me? Now you need to, to say hi to New York for, for you. Me. Yes. Now I can say hi to New York. <laughs> Will do. That would be great. I miss New York. I want to go back. Soon. 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 Bye, y'all. Okay. Then talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.